good day. Thank you so much for listening. I want to shout out Kelsey W at Caribou. Working with my buddy Carrie. You know Carrie, Steve. You used to work yeah. out with her. Yeah. Because you're a friend stealer. That's what you do. I'm a friend upgrade option. They can stick with the stick with the Motorola. Don't wow. Or go to the iPhone. Good. So what so did this rude. person do? Pour you coffee? Don't worry about No, these are corporate people. Oh. You know what I'm saying? Corporate people can't pour coffee? I guess they probably are pouring coffee. For so, a meeting anyway. Thank what you for do you listening. mean? What, so you were just together with my friend. You got together with my friend Carrie, and then there was a <laughs> Caribou executive there. Or what's going on? No, um, Carrie works at Caribou. So does Kelsey. And I just got a text from her, and I thought, you know what? I'm going to shout you guys out. So thank you, thank you to everyone listening right now. Carrie never reaches out to me. You know, I feel like ever since I stopped doing CrossFit, I lost the respect of a lot of. CrossFit people in my life. They're like, okay, you wiener. In fact, true story, where I exercise, there is a uh, a person there yeah. who I used to work out, or, and it probably still does work out at the CrossFit box where I was working out for a little bit in Chanhassen. Shout mm-hmm. out to them. And uh, every time I see her, I'm like, she doesn't respect me. That's the thought that runs through my head. Because really? she's like, yeah, look at this little wiener baby man who couldn't do <laughs> CrossFit. The only reason I couldn't do it was because I hurt my shoulder. Sure. Then, I and then by the time yesterday, too. By the time I got back to it, it was like, you know what? The whole family was looking for a membership somewhere. And you don't get the whole family a membership to a CrossFit box. That's true. You That's know, true. you're looking for child care. I'm looking for hot tubs. By the way, I did work out yesterday. Thank you for asking. Oh, yeah. You I'm... took your shoes off next to me, and I thought you were going to remove. It looked like you were going to remove a sock. <laughs> and I was very nervous. I did. I removed both socks, but I made sure you weren't looking. Oh, Donna. <laughs> anyway, I am like training with one of our salespeople. Yeah, one of our psycho salespeople. And I say that in a nice way. She's a hustler. She's a hard worker. Very hard worker. And very fit, actually. She does look like the kind of person that you could walk past in a hall and without warning them, just go, and punch them in the stomach and they'd be fine. Yeah. Yeah, I wouldn't do that, but... That's assault. Yes, she's she's hard. She's hard-bodied. Yeah, the other day you said she's tight. I don't like any of the words you're using to describe her. She doesn't have a Fit. lot of... She's not fleshy like I am. Again, I think we need to work on this. <laughs> she's not fleshy. No, no, no. Uh, How would she's... you describe yourself in your dating profile? <laughs> fleshy. Fleshy, but working on it. Yet supple. <laughs> oh, gosh. Oh, my yeah, gosh. Yeah, she's fit. So how'd your workout go? Because I'm a lot in, of people are pain. like you. I'm in pain. But uh, you people are like you. This is very relatable because they're trying to get moving. It's the end of January. They thought they were going to be working out more already. Yeah. So you started late in the month, and uh, and you're getting a little bit of momentum. Are, do you feel excited to go back yeah. next? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it, there really is something to... Uh, having a buddy or somebody that you're on, what's the word, uh, accountable to. You know, I'm a person who doesn't like to disappoint others. So if I say I'm going to be somewhere, unless I'm dying, I will be there. 
Yeah, you're not a flaky person. I don't flake out on plans. Yeah, you're right. You're not a flaky person. Even though I want to. Thank you. Um, yeah, that's that's really great. So you like the buddy system. I guess so. I guess I do. I like the accountability. I am really a lone wolf at the gym. And I let out my battle howl. And people know I'm just going to go and do it. And even there have been times when my brother came and you know worked out for a few weeks uh, at But Lifetime with me when he was visiting in the summer. And even then, we're both just like, I got my headphones on, he's got his on, we're yeah. doing different workouts, we'll meet up at the end. But when I was in high school, I did what you were doing, which is I had a friend named Reed, and we would work out together, and we no headphones, listening to Yacht Rock on the overhead speakers, yeah. and loved it. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's kind of like shopping. I like to split up with the people, but in this case, she's kind of training me. Right. She's trying to get me back into the groove. And I I wouldn't exercise as hard by myself. There is something about that, yes. I always say group exercise classes. I wouldn't push myself. You will work harder in a group exercise class than you ever would on your own. Absolutely. Because you got someone up front saying, hey, in the back, let's keep going. You got it. And you're like, frick, she is talking to me. I am the one in the back. (laughs) Um, By the way, I thought you might enjoy this. I posted a workout video last week. And I focused on my legs, whatever. Lou saw it, of course, she was disappointed in me (laughs) and what I choose to post. But then she said, truly, she said, hey, you know, I have a friend. We'll call the friend uh, Brenda. She said, you know, um, Brenda was talking to me. Her dad works out a lot of times when you work out. I said, oh, that's cool. And she said, you know, he noticed something. And then there was like a pause. Lou paused for a second as she was telling me this story, Donna. And I was like, oh, so when she said he noticed something, I legitimately had a few thoughts come to mind quick. He noticed you're getting bigger or you are really focused or you seem to really work out hard when you're those are that was the sentiment of what I was prepared to receive. Right. Sure. Lou gets undistracted, comes back (laughs) to the conversation, said, yeah, he said that he notices you make a lot of grunting noises. (laughs) I mean, I mean, I'm in my headphones. I can't hear it. So then the other day, I'm at the gym with my headphones on. But having been more aware of that comment, I think I am probably a pretty loud gruncher. But if I forget my headphones, I don't grunt because I'm aware. There was a guy at the gym yesterday who was very grunty and rhythmic with it, which was making me real uncomfortable. (laughs) Like, it was just a constant rhythm of the noise. And I'm like, why? That's tough. You You do want these to be irregular and not patterned, for sure. And they have those (laughs) things that you can, right? Don't you ring a bell for the lunker? The lunk alarm. The lunk alarm. I should have hit that bell. My dad is getting a membership at the same place. You have a membership. um, And he he said, I'm just worried about going in because I think when they see me, they're going to ring that hunk alarm. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I said, Dad, it's lunk alarm. You're I fine. That's awesome. You're fine. Guess anyway, what? hey, uh, it's bagel day probably on Friday where you work out, right? Don't they like yeah, give I think you guys so. pizza and bagels and like, stuff? Like, what is, I don't get it. I don't it's get like it. It's like the dentist giving you a lollipop on the way out. They're just securing future business. Yeah, I think you're right. I think you're right. Well, Let's we're out of time. Let's take a break. That was music news. <laughs> um, 
I don't know. I had some good stuff. Do you want to do the music next? We can. Yes. We can. All right, we'll do the music next. We'll move some other stuff around. Uh, Music news coming up. It's Don and Steve on My Talk. Friends, what's up? Hey, it's Steve for my pals over at the Canopy Group. You know the insurance industry is full of one agent representing one company. Sound kind of familiar to you? Chances are your current agent has just one company, but think how limiting that really is. You need more than one agent representing more than one company, and that's why Paul Borker and Jeff McDonald created the Canopy Group. The Canopy Group gives you 50 specialists. Upgrade, they used to be 40. They're growing 50 specialists and 16 separate insurance companies. Now, some of the names you'll recognize, like Auto Owners and Progressive. Some you won't, but here's what you get. An agency that will shop for the best possible coverage from all of these different companies. And as your needs change, the Canopy Group continues to find the best coverage from a company that specializes in just what you need. So are you stuck with one company and one agent? Are you confident that your home, auto, and businesses are properly insured? It is high time, my friends, that you get options. You only get those options at the Canopy Group, thecanopygroup.com. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Hi. Good morning. You're listening to Donna and Steve, The Experience on My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment. Donna Valentine. Steve Patterson. We got Mike the Big Zamboni with us. Honk, honk. Honk, honk. Mike's got a uh, story to tell us after the College of Pop Culture (laughs) Knowledge. Oh, wonderful. Something Uh, happened on his way in today. Can you give us a hint of the topic, or do you want it to be totally blind? It was a better way to wake up than coffee. Mm. (laughs) But was it? We'll find out. A couple things come to mind when you say that. Oh, ick, Steve. (laughs) Donna. Get your mind out of the He's a married man. (laughs) Is why you know? I mean, this is the the marriage bed is undefiled. They say. Congratulations! Uh, I watched Pop's Greatest Night last night on Netflix. Cool. What is that, Donna? So this is the making of We Are the World. Oh, uh, artists for Africa, and it was a hunger relief effort to. Oh my gosh! It, it it's really a fun look behind the curtain on how they got all these artists together in the same place at the same time, following the American Music Awards. Um, kind of kind of interesting how they tried to get this to happen because they were trying to get as many artists as they could in one room, but people are on tour. It's not going to work for them. So they thought, you know what? All these mm. artists are going to be in town for the awards show, which Lionel Richie was hosting He's also one of the people behind the song who wrote the song with Michael Jackson. 
Um, and it's just really fun to see all these different personalities to see Bob Dylan among, you know, Michael Jackson and oh gosh, who else was part of this? Cindy Lauper, Kenny Rogers. It was just kind of a fun um I think fun it's ride. Yeah, I think what's always fun is when you have a whole bunch of stars all in one place literally on one stage there's just an interesting visual to that that you don't often get and they're fans of one another so at one point they're they're trying to learn the song and they all all have their sheet music and they're passing it around for people to sign so they could keep as you know a memor piece of memorabilia um really cool so it just came out yesterday i'm sure people are going to be talking about this the greatest night in pop it, uh, which was 1985, there were 46 of the biggest vocalists of the time in the same room. This went on all night. They were supposed uh, to secretly meet at 10 Lionel o'clock. Richie. Sorry. Lionel oh, that Richie was your impression? Night. Oh, no, I, see. I just, Oh, I see. I love it. I'll oh, stay out good of it. job. Go ahead. Um, so they got there at 10 o'clock. I don't think they wrapped up until like 7. 30 Ooh. in the morning and people were getting cranky I was and it say, was getting hot and they were hangry and yeah yeah the the good vibes of like wow i love your music i mean by the end they're like michael just sing you gotta sing your line man yeah and and yeah it did get like that because michael and stevie wonder were trying to add like swahili to like to the mix because you know it's for famine yeah usa for africa right? And, yes and people were getting irritated like let's just stick to the plan what are you doing we're not right we're not singing the song to the people in ethiopia we're singing it to the people with purse spring, uh, strings you know people who right have money people in the western world speak their language to update them on right. a situation going on over here but Boy, this, this is like american idol group night yes yes wow. and it was amazing because when the song debuted um radio stations all over the world not just in the states all over the world played the song at the same time it was very powerful and this was following the bob geldoff um effort for um that was for famine as well. Um, oh my gosh! Uh, do they know it's Christmas? Oh sure. So Which I like I like that song. So uh, one person walked out uh, halfway through the making of it. Uh, Waylon Jennings left in a huff when they suggested that everyone sing that Swat Swahili verse. <laughs> Waylon said, "No good old boy sings in Swahili," and he just walked out and never came back. Oh. Wow, okay, so he might have needed to work through some stuff there if that was his reason. He was just he was probably already frustrated like come on man, like everybody stop talking. Stick to it. It's it's really a fascinating watch. Highly recommend. Let me rattle off the cast real quick for those who are wondering, give me some more names of who was singing there. All on the same stage in the same recording studio. Lionel Richie, Paul Simon, Stevie Wonder, Kenny Rogers, Billy Joel, Tina Turner, Michael Jackson, Diana Ross, Willie Nelson, Dionne Warwick, Al Jarreau, Bruce Springsteen, Steve Perry, Kenny Loggins, Hall & Oates, Huey Lewis, Cindy Lauper, Quincy Jones, Bob Dylan, Harry Belafonte, LaToya Jackson, Ray Charles, Dan Aykroyd. Yeah, weird. That happened by accident. He just happened to be talking to a talent manager that day, and the guy invited him to the session because I had the same reaction. Oh, funny. Like, what? Okay. Uh, Bette Midler, Lindsey Buckingham. 
the rest of the Jackson Five. It was huge, and Sheila here, E. Yeah, Sheila E. Felt like she was being used a little bit. She, although she was honored to be a part of it, they really wanted Prince, Prince. to come, and then Prince was like. Listen, I'll come if I could play guitar in another room. And they were like, no, that's not what we're doing here. Like, Chill, Prince. And at the the door, it said, "Put leave your egos behind. Because everyone just needed to pay attention. Quincy Jones was behind this. And they they needed to do this in one night. They weren't coming back. Nobody was returning. So Harry Belafonte is the one who started it all. It was his idea to do something about hunger in Africa. And they did base it on the Band-Aid charity single, like I mentioned, the Do They Know It's Christmas. Um, Let's see. They tried to avoid Michael Jackson and Lionel Richie when they wrote the song, We Are the World. They tried to avoid dated expressions like Right On or Yo Dog. They wanted to make sure that these lyrics were timeless. Mm. Um, what else? I told you about Prince. Madonna was not invited. Some um, organizers felt she wasn't a good enough singer, so they went with Cindy Lauper instead. Uh, it broke Madonna's heart, but Cindy has a really great part in that song. Dylan oh. almost had a nervous breakdown. It's really interesting to watch his part. <laughs> he was super stressed out and. All they wanted him to do was sound like Bob Dylan, you know. So Stevie Wonder helped him with that by imitating him <laughs> and like mimicking his sound. And he was like, this is how you do. Just be yourself. This is how you do Bob Dylan. <laughs> Bob, exactly. are you listening? Bob! You listening? <laughs> anyway, the song was a huge success. It spent four weeks at number one. It went quadruple platinum within a month. It went on to sell seven million copies and it helped to raise $63 million for um, the people of Africa to fight hunger. And I believe it still makes money to this day. Netflix, it is called The Greatest uh, Night in Pop. It'll probably be right at the top when you open up Netflix. Thank you, Donna. Thank you. Hey, uh, we'll play a game next. All it's right. going to be the College of Pop Culture Knowledge. We hope that you follow along. You'll get a little smarter because of it. 651-641-1071. Game time next. back thank you for listening it is the donna and steve show on my talk 1071 everything entertainment let's play a little game time to go to college it's time to attend the college of pop culture knowledge it's like quiz ball three trivia questions to find out who's smarter donna donna's a smart one or steve his brain ain't right but it's fun and here's your host the big zamboni i want to see how smart you are once again, Steve has an opportunity to tie things up for the year. Ten wins for Donna, nine wins for Steve. Uh, but uh, like in the past, you've had, I think, three chances to tie it up. And each time, Donna's been able to hold you off. Let's see if she can do it again today. Let's go. Uh, 55 years ago, there was a concert, an impromptu concert, that was performed on the rooftop of the Apple Corp building in London. Mm-hmm. That mm. concert was the final time the Beatles would ever perform. Oh. On this date. Wow. Back in 1969. Cool. So, yeah, kind of cool there. Uh, so, today for the College of Pop Culture Knowledge, we're going to talk about some of them due to tragedy, some of them due to uh, some infighting. The last concerts 
for famous musical acts. Oh, wow. Okay, I like this. Oh, Chad, interesting. last concerts. Okay. Interesting okay. topic. Who do Real we have on good. the line? We've got Chris on the line. Hi, Chris. Good morning, and welcome to the Don and Steve experience. Good morning. Thank you. Uh, where are you calling from, sister? Egan. Oh, the dirty south. Love it down there. Um, <laughs> the, the Invergrove Heights. Yeah. Well, this is good to hear. Okay, because you know you've been listening to the show. We've heard from a lot of Maple Grove people in our Battle of the Grove. Um, what's Invergrove Heights like? Lovely. <laughs> Us Egan and Invergrove Heights people, we hang together. Yeah, is that right? Oh yeah. I used to live in Egan. I loved it down there. Uh, one of you should absorb the other. Maybe that could make Invergrove Heights bigger if they just ate Egan. Egan and then they could really... it's pretty big though. But Isn't then it? they could really compete against Maple Grove. And then it would take over. Yeah, yeah, exactly. All right, that was a stupid conversation. Sorry I brought it up. Um, <laughs> Me too. Would you like to team up with Donna, who is actively not listening and going through her purse, or <laughs> me, who has been pretty interested in your personal life? <laughs> um, I am going to go with Donna. Son yeah! of a gun, guys. <laughs> yeah. This is great. Chris did can you find whatever you me. were looking for, Donna? I love it. You two reference. I did. It, it's a pen, but it doesn't work. It's fine. It's fine. After all that, you were shoulder deep in your purse, and all you found was a broken pen. Yep. At least it wasn't an avocado. That's You said it well there, <laughs> It's Chris. still early. Hold on. All right. No, no, stop thinking. All right, I'll be over here. Bye. Okay, bye. All right, Chris, you're going to go on hold. Steve's going to step aside. Again, we're playing the College of Pop Culture Knowledge today. It's all about famous last performances or last concerts, uh, some due to tragedy, some due to controversy. Are you ready to give this a roll, Donna? Sure. See how it goes. Again, this is the uh, 55-year anniversary of the final time the Beatles got together, so we're going to uh, use that as the theme for today. Let's go with this one here. They would later make a comeback with Johnny taking the place of his brother Ronnie, but October 19, 1977 in Greenville, South Carolina was the final show for three of the original members of this southern rock group as they tragically passed away in a plane crash the next day. Ah, uh, that's Skinner, Leonard Skinner. Appropriately, this frontman returned to Van Halen in 2015 for their North American tour and final concerts. Say that again. Appropriately, this frontman for... Uh, David Lee Roth. All right. All members, including John and Tom, went on to be active for years, but lots of controversy would follow this traveling band's last show, which was May 22nd, 1972. Did you say... Oh, 72? All, oh, my God. All members, including John and Tom, went on to be active for years, and lots of controversy would follow, but this traveling band's last show was May 22nd oh, grateful, in Denver. Oh, uh, so Grateful Dead. <laughs> All right. Grateful that was your answer for that final one. Uh, Chris, we're bringing you back up. What did you think of her answer? She gave us Leonard Skinner for the first one, David Lee Roth for the second, and Grateful Dead for the third. Can you do the third one? Absolutely. There was a little bit of time left. So, uh, yeah, all members, including John and Tom, went on to be active for years, and lots of controversy would follow. But this traveling band's last full show was May 22nd, 1972, in Denver. I'm thinking Credence Clearwater okay. revival, but I'm not 100. Um, percent you like to? It is you have, game, the, yeah, you have the final call here. You're playing for a prize. Well, let's go with CCR. You're going to go with CCR instead. Okay. okay, she made a change there. Let's see. Uh, Chris is going to go on hold. We're going to bring Steve. All right, back in here. Come on, Steve. Oh. Hey, Steve. Okay, hi. <sighs> hey. Sorry, turned up the wrong thing. Uh, hi, everybody. Hi. Hey, Steve. How's hey. it going? Really well. How did it go? Donna? Not sure. Ooh. Hey, hey. Listen. 
I need to call Elmo. I just wanted you to listen to that noise. No, thank you. <laughs> um, yeah, listen, I'm deep on the Elmo Twitter right now. Um, all right, I'm ready to go and take you down. Okay. All right, we're talking about bands' final performances. Steve, you ready? I'm ready. Uh, musical act slash band's final performances. Let's get it started with this one here. They would later make a comeback with Johnny taking the place of his brother Ronnie. October, But October 19th, 1977 in Greenville, South Carolina was the final show for three of the original members of this southern rock group who passed away in a plane crash the next day. Leonard Skinner. Appropriately, this frontman returned to Van Halen in 2015 for their North American tour and final concerts. I think it was Eddie Van Halen. All members, including John and Tom, would go on to be active for years, and lots of controversy would follow. But this traveling band's last full show was May 22nd, 1972 in Denver. Say it again. Uh, All members, including John and Tom, would be active for years, and lots of controversy would follow. But this traveling band's last full show was May 22nd, 1972. Um, The Eagles. Eagles, anything like repeated? No, I don't feel good about much of it. I'm really mad about number two. Are you? Yeah, because you said appropriately, and I missed that clue. We'll discuss. We'll discuss. Was Seems it a clue? still might be right, yeah. Uh, uh. All right, let's go through these answers here. Again, win. we're talking about final concerts for these different uh, groups. It was uh, 55 years ago today, to the day that the Beatles played their last uh, full show. Technically, it wasn't a concert. They just kind of did an impromptu gig, and apparently all the fans started lining up like outside the building. It yeah. stopped traffic. It was just it was craziness. Uh, speaking of craziness, tragedy struck one group as uh, three members, including Steve and Cassie Gaines, as well as Ronnie Van Zant were all lost in a plane crash. That indeed was Leonard Skinner. Nicely yeah. done. You got that first one right. Okay. Nice. Good job. Good job. Let's move to the second one. Appropriately, this frontman returned to Van Halen in 2015 for their North American tour and final concerts. Donna gave the answer of David Lee Roth. It was Steve giving the answer of Eddie Van Halen. Van Halen was always around for Van Halen. David Lee Roth is the one who made a return. Yes! Of course. Woo! Some of their earliest success, some of their biggest hits, all was around and with David Lee Roth. So I figured it was appropriate that yes. he would make a return. Got it. I was like, is it Hanger? No. Okay. I don't really know much about Van Halen. Yeah. So it's a 2-1 lead in favor of Donna, and we move to the final one. All members, including John and Tom, went on to be active for years, and lots of controversy would follow. But this traveling band's last full show was May twenty second, 1972 in Denver. Donna okay, so gave what did she say? Donna gave the answer of what did you say again? The Grateful Dead. The Grateful Dead. Steve went with what did I go? Well, with? don't not, forget. Not, I went with the Eagles. You went with the Eagles. Traveling band. However, is where the traveling band. Chris uh, changed the answer. Chris did change Donna's answer, and she maybe knew the last name of John and Tom, which of course is Fogarty. CCR is the oh, correct yeah. answer. Nice change and nice victory for Chris. Yay, Chris! Way to go, Chris! Girl, yeah, woo! So it's John Fogerty. Who else is in that band? John Fogerty, Tom Fogerty, his brother, then Stu Cook and Don Clifford were the four members of CCR. Cliff, Steve. So then Don, (laughs) uh, so Doug and Stu would go on do some music themselves. They actually joined up with John again, but Tom was the original one who left. John and Tom had some big issues with each other. Then there was the Rock and the Roll Hall of Fame uh, ceremony where Tom, uh, John performed with like some other artists, not even his own group members. Oh, oh no. And the widow of Tom, I think, brought his ashes there because she was excited about the performance. Then they all just got up and left because it was oh. just all this controversy. So it was. She just know. took her ashes and went home. Exactly. Wow. And yelled at the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, it sounds like. Quite the story.
Cray cray. Yeah. Wow. All well, congratulations, right. Chris. You yes. just won yourself a My Talk Cotton Poly Blend t-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Yay. That's awesome. Uh, Chris, hang thank on the you line. for listening. Okay. Thanks so much. Bye. Funsies? Yeah, we'll do the tiebreaker for funsies. Uh, go ahead and yell out your name when you think you know the answer to this question. Uh, it's going to be an audio clue fo- or following a uh, clue clue. Here we go. Clue clue. The final performance of this artist was at the Open Air Love and Peace Festival in West Germany on September 6, 1970. Hmm. He's heard here. Jimi Hendrix. Jimi Hendrix. The correct answer. That was really quickly answered. Nice done. What a song. All right, Mike. Yeah. Before you uh, get on the phone with Chris, oh, you got to yes. tell Steve what happened to you this morning. Oh, well, it, it's really ironic. I made the coffee reference. That's because I literally forgot my coffee this morning. Oh, so bummer, I bummer. got it all done. I put it together. I had it sitting there. And I just forgot to grab it. And so I'm driving into work. I'm like, dang, I got to get some soda or something. I need some caffeine. Got to get that rush. Got to get awake a little bit. So I park in our uh, furthest lot, the lower, the lower lot, Steve. Yep. Yeah. And as I'm down there, park, I start walking up the stairs. And as I'm walking up these stairs, there's like a big SUV to the right side of me. And so I'm just walking along the SUV. All of a sudden, I take one step to get past the end of that SUV. Boom. Two gigantic wild turkeys coming right at me. No. Yes. Way. We have these wild turkeys just running around in our parking lot yeah, lately. And time. this one was coming right at me. I jump. He oh, jumps. Sure. Oh, no. And kind of does this, like, puts his wings up and does this, like, hey, get away from me. What are you doing here? Trying to, like, protect. I don't know if it was a male and a female. I don't know uh, turkeys. But, uh, yeah, it was very scary. And my heart started racing. These are big. Oh, they're big, they're like and they look tall. irritated because they know they're hunted for yeah. sport every year, and we celebrate their death on Thanksgiving. Wow, that's you get. They are wow, scary, they, big, but though. the good thing is they don't have any arms, right? Yeah, they're <laughs> like pterodactyls down with those arms. They are very uh, dinosaur-like. They're like pterodactyls. Yeah, you got to listen to yesterday's show, guys. I did get an email. Somebody was laughing very what, from hard. A seven-year-old? No, it was a lady who was like, "She's dying." I'm like, oh, I'm sorry. And honestly, the only reason these lady people probably know about the dinosaurs is because they have little sons. That's why. No, Donna, I think that everybody learned basic stuff about dinosaurs. It wasn't gender specific even back in the day. And I think it's just a weird blind spot for you intellectually. She was making the reference of T-Rex arms, but she thought they were pterodactyl arms. (laughs) When in fact, pterodactyls were a flying dinosaur. They're a winged (laughs) creature. And this comes years after she said Triceraptus. Here's the thing. Why would I need to have to remember these things? They don't exist anymore. It's not like I can't tell you what a lion looks like. You know what I mean? I I can identify a bear because they still exist. I know. That's useless information. (laughs) Why do I need to know that? Apologies to any paleontologist who are listening (laughs) as she undercuts your entire (laughs) livelihood. But... It's what's strange about it, and I don't want to give you a hard time about it. But you what's, are. what's strange about it is you screw up the Mount Rushmore of dinosaurs. I'm not talking about some strange. My son goes through dino books with me, and I'm like, what is a Parasaurolophus? And he knows. But you take like the Hall of Fame, the Beatles of dinosaurs, and screw them up, you dummy. With respect. I never heard the word triceratops. Yes, you have. I don't remember it. That is a different 
thing. Triceratops is one I of the most popular dinosaurs in, in the world. Honestly, I had to be in second grade when I learned this. Do you know how far away that is from me? It couldn't be too long, it's my lady. It's 50 years. Hey! I mean, when have I ever had to use it in a sentence? Hey, everyone, look at that triceratops. Wow, look at that pack of pterodactyls. <laughs> Listen, I'm sure you could get together with a bunch of other dumb people, and they'd be like, you're totally right, Donna. I just, I just think once you're kind of like five and up, you know, if like you're the big interested five in or it. seven dinosaurs. If you have an interest in that. I think you're wrong here. I, I think, know what I you're think saying. I'm kind of right. Listen, if I asked you about strawberry uh, shortcake and holly hobby, you'd be like, "What?" And I'd be like, "Oh, you're dumb. How do you not know that?" I'd say you had it's holly history. hobby. I had Polly Pocket. Donna, this is different. These are dinosaurs. These are popular dinosaurs. That was a big screw up to think that they were pterodactyl <laughs> arms. Not because less about you not knowing what a pterodactyl is. I don't think you know what a T Rex is. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> Let's take a break. All right, bye. Uh, when we come back, well, I want to do the food news. We, we moved some sure. food news. All right. um, so we got a little food news for you. Everybody loves guacamole, I think, for most the most people. part. Yeah, a lot sure. of people. But would you want to dip another favorite food in it? And it's not the food you're thinking of. We'll explain when we return. It's Donna and Steve on my talk. Listening to Donna and Steve on My Talk 107.1, everything entertainment. Oh, you want to do a little food news? Is that what you want to do? Pull over right there. Don't tell me what to do. Fine. Welcome to Donna and Steve's. Can I interest you in some food news today? Yummy. Sure. I uh, I like guacamole. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not a psychopath about it. Like, uh, some people with avocados and guacamoles, they're really super passionate about them. I like it. I like it. I think it's good. I think it's yummy. Uh-huh. And I think I would want to dip my pizza into some. I would as well. Is that right? Absolutely. There's a major food brand uh, desperately wanting us to do just that, dipping the pizza into the guacamole. Hormel Foods. Isn't that in Minnesota? Southern Minnesota? They own the brand. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Holy, W H O L L Y, holy guacamole. And they're behind the push. So they did a poll and they found that 74% of us would reach for guacamole at a Super Bowl party. Did you say guacamole? I, <laughs> I think took you Spanish. Did. I think you tried to go. G is a G. They did a poll that found that 74% <laughs> of us would reach for guacamole at a Super Bowl party. Guacamole. <laughs> Chuck E. Cheese. Rat pizza. Mm. They said 91% of us would uh, would reach for pizza. 74% of us would reach for guac. But only 17% of people have tried them together. So Hormel, holy guacamole, excuse me, holy guacamole has said guacamole. we want people <laughs> to do these together. And I think it's a decent idea. I they have too. a website called guac, guacifypizza.com. In the Mexican city, Wazzle. 250 fans in San Francisco and Kansas City will win free pizza and guacamole on Super Bowl Sunday. Stop saying guacamole. <laughs> That's not how you say it. Stop trying to make it a thing. Donna. <laughs> what? I have eaten at Mexican restaurants before. 
So I think I know what I'm doing. I took French in high school, but I eaten at Chipotle, Chi-Chi's before they had a rampant E. coli outbreak in the late 90s. E. coli. E. coli. Uh-huh. First time I ate a meal with Lou with her father when I met her father, um, I had a fajita plate, you know, and they bring it out in that cast iron skillet. Yeah, it's steaming. And I moved it over too close and it burned her arm and it scarred. Wow. And you must be her father. I will take great care of her. Sorry about the branding. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> wow. We were, we were young. We were in love. What do you want us to do? Oh, that's cute. Uh, anyway, I would do it. I, I would like to try it. Here again, can we get the intern? Is Pete in today? Pete the intern? We don't have an intern. Son of a gun, mm-hmm. guys. Wow. Because then we could have Pete go get guacamole right now, go get pizza. Yeah, how are these kids supposed to make it through college without any uh, internships? Listen, I'll tell you what. Twin Cities Live, they have two. They usually have two. Stop it. So And it's great. And they do get paid. I thought internships, when I grew up, internships were free of charge. You were getting paid in experience and in adding something to your resume. I think there are companies that do not like that. I love, if I was a company, I'd love that. I would too. Free work. money. Anyway, uh, thank you for sharing that. Speaking of how to save money, Donna, you found a, uh, a, a hack on how to get free food. Yeah, this is a TikToker who put this video out. Okay, this is she what they say. She says with defeat in her voice. <laughs> you sign up to be a secret shopper, and sites will pay you to go out for dinner and take notes. There are a bunch of sites that do it. She used one called upside down exclamation point secret shop.com. Now, it is my understanding that unless you have a Spanish keyboard, it's real hard to find that upside down exclamation point. <laughs> Am I right? Is that just an I? I don't know. I mean, would an I work as a. I'm looking to see if they sell Spanish keyboards. <laughs> um, right? Because you need like the squiggly thing that goes over El Nino. <laughs> <laughs> right? You need the squiggles. You need the upside down exclamation point. I think that's all available on a normal keyboard. I am looking at mine. I do not see an upside down no. uh, exclamation point. When are you saying we would need that? When you go, want to get to the website. No, it's eye secrets. It's a normal eye, Donna. Oh. <laughs> oh, my Lord. I thought it was an upside down. Donna's got Susie's <laughs> all over the Twin Cities Metro right now, Googling how do I get a Spanish keyboard so I can become a secret shopper. Donna, it's a lowercase i. Honest to God, you have, your career is coming together as a massive plaintiff against the state of New Jersey schools. You know what I'm saying? Holy crap. Um, yeah, that's that's just a lowercase i, everybody. Okay, all right. Did it look like one to me? Okay. <laughs> uh, can uh, we be done with hey, this? Hey, wait, no, I have, a, oh. I have a fun announcement that I just saw from the uh, Minnesota State Fair an oh. hour ago. Excite, exciting grandstand announcement. Okay. Nate Bergazzi. Okay, that's nice. fun. The Be Funny Tour All will right. perform at the Minnesota State Fair Grandstand on Saturday, August 24th. I'll put it in my little calendar. Uh, that's pretty cool. In the Mexican city. Waffle <laughs> 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 
<laughs> what was the dating? <laughs> August 24th. Okay, me neither. Uh, that's cool. Uh, tickets go on sale February 2nd at 10 a.m. Hey, so that groundhog, uh, Phil, he's he's not going to see his shadow, guys. There's no way this rodent can get out there during El Nino during when it's like 50 degrees here in Minnesota in the great north and say six more weeks of winter. And what's with the shadow garbage? Why don't we just put a mirror up? He saw himself in the mirror, or he didn't. That what the hell? What is he? He's dead or alive? He's a, a soul or a being? I think the mirror thing is weird. You would always see yourself in a mirror. Sometimes you would see your shadow, and sometimes you wouldn't. You wouldn't if it was cloudy. Fine. And I think that's all right. We'll stick to your plan. <laughs> <laughs> you could. You should offer your services to be hired out for brainstorming. <laughs> <laughs> in industries that you know nothing about, but you could just come at it with sort of a cynical, well, that seems stupid kind of an approach, and it could end up in better ideas. Well, look at this. Question mark. Hold the key down and other options pop up. What? Have you ever? Hold the key down for the... Uh... Do you need to hit shift? Well, you do to even just get the regular exclamation point. Wait, you said question mark. Oh, I sure did. I don't want to. Sorry. They're right? going to ask us to not do radio soon. That's fine. We'll be back. <laughs> Dirt alert. And we're.